Happy Monday, happy Monday, happy Monday. We're going to get you nice and chill. Uh, uh, Like Dr. Dre said, I see you bobby your head. We starting off this November 18th, right? With a little tribe called Quest. Honey, check it out, you got me mesmerized. With your black hair and your fat ass style. Street poetry is I'm about to hit y'all with these bars. Rest in peace, Fife Dog. This for you, DQ. I like him brown, yellow, Puerto Rican, I hate you. Name is Fife Dog from the Zulu Nation. That we can get down. Let us stop the boost like the group H Town. You got BBD on your bedroom wall. But I'm above the rim and this is how I ball. A pretty little something on a New York street. This is how I represent over this here beat. I'm talking about you. Yo, I took you out. DQ, we could have did this in a talent show, man. Yes, 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 yes. Starting us off with a little tribe called Quest. Man, that is one of my favorite songs of all time. Me and my man DQ used to perform that on just at the drop of a dime. Even now, we can still rap that song back and forth like red and meth but let me get it started off testing testing one four three testing testing one four three it's all love baby welcome to the ken's corner podcast and i am your host ken we're here at episode number 33 man so welcome everybody welcome everybody to the podcast thank you for listening thank you for sharing thank you for giving me uh some of my little brothers man hitting me back and saying hey man we didn't know you had a podcast that lets you know who really pays attention to your social media. Like I only post it every week, every week. So, but I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna put y'all out there. But hey, thank you for listening. Thank you for the uh, feedback. So far, nothing but positive. A couple of critiques, but hey, I, I use that to learn to get better because I want to deliver the best content for you. So thank you again. I'm streaming on all platforms. So if you have this, if this is your first time listening, please make sure you hit the subscribe button so you can get a notification every time we post. And then we do our best to post on Mondays to start your work week right. A lot of times I get tongue tied there. Today I nailed it. So I will always need you to subscribe. I need you to download. I need you to stream, 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 stream. I need you to share, like, retweet, tell somebody, tell a friend, tell an enemy. And you can also... Uh, yeah, you can also listen and converse or interact or whatever you want to call it on all my social media platforms. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Ken's Corner Podcast. And you can also go to my website, www.kenscorner.co. And that's www.kenscorner.co. Starting next week, I will have merchandise on sale. Ready for the holidays. We'll have merchandise on sale starting next week. So we will have a little area where you can buy some merch. So go ahead. To, that goes toward the podcast and getting more equipment, just helping with the hosting sites, just hey, doing everything. Because when you are a podcaster starting out, you actually do it for free and you're losing money. So I'm just thankful for the opportunity, thankful for all those who are going to buy merchandise. And let's get my stuff all over the world. 
So what we're going to do, what we're going to do, what is in the neighborhood that we can talk about on the corner? First thing, hey, this Disney, Disney Plus streaming service that's been the rave and talk of the nation. Um, over 10 million people signed up. And so it is set to beat Netflix out in the first quarter or month, or whatever, you know, however they do the, you know, tax, not, not taxes, but the stocks and everything. So hey, it's booming. I'm going to go ahead and get my seven-day free subscription. And after the seven days, I'm canceling. Hey, I'm just keeping it a bit. But after my seven days, I'm going to cancel. I'm going to wait a couple more days so I can have time to actually sit down and enjoy it. A um, couple of things that has already been talked is about some of the cartoons. Um, back in the day, you know, Walt Disney had racist cartoons. So as a African-American, how do you feel about that? Let me know how you feel about that, that you are going to pay to see some imagery that was not for us, that was talking about us, talking bad about us, that played along with some of the stereotype, some of the stereotypes used in different type of cartoon and caricatures of black people. Um, there are two contingents that, you know, I believe Disney put out a disclaimer letting people know that there was some racially insensitive uh, cartoons. So, hey, you know, they give you a warning. Um, some, I don't think they're going to edit any of them. So, again, you're paying your money to be able to see that. How do you feel about that? So, you know, hit me up on my social media. Hit me up on my um, website. Let me know what you feel about that. So this Friday, I did not, Thursday, going into Friday, I did not sleep until 3 in the morning, and I will touch on one reason why. But one of the main reasons why, because it was new music and some good music dropped on Friday. So the music that came out was uh, Royce the 5'9", put out a single, Black Savage, had Sci High the Prince and some other people on there, really good, really dope. My man Big Crick dropped three, little three-song project called Ballad of the Bass, real good, real good. Styles P dropped a, dropped this, a whole project, uh, Presence. I listened to that, but I'm not going to even lie. I was only really interested in Tory Lanez. Chicks Take 5 came out, and really that's all I've been listening to. It's Chick State 5. And as a middle-aged man who was fortunate enough to be in the era of 90s, you know, Boys to Men, Jodeci, Brian McKnight, uh, some really singers, you know, um, Whitney Houston, you know, that was that that was that was my era. You know, Beat Bell Biv DeVoe, Bobby Brown. That's my era. And so as R&B has evolved, I'm not one of those dudes who sit up and say that this new stuff is trash. That's just not me. And about last year, no, two years ago, two two years ago, I got hip to the mixed uh, Chicks Tape series by Tory Lanez. And I liked it. And I liked the flips. And this particular project, I was anxious for it to come out. And when it did not disappoint, there's not a song on there that I don't like. There's not a song that I say, hey. So the can good the can rating on that one is five, five, five fireballs. Cause he he did the thing. So shout out to Tory Lanez, man. I I really enjoyed hearing, you know, the Ashantis, the Slims, 
you know, Chris Brown, you know, T-Pain. I enjoy hearing Mario. I enjoy hearing all everybody. Everybody's feature was excellent. Lil Wayne, Lloyd, all of the features were excellent. Love the flips, love the, just the innovation in R&B. And what unfortunately what ends up happening is there is a contingent of people. And, and again, the music ain't for everybody. So now I'm going to start. Music in general is not for everybody. However, I'm just not going to just hate just for the sense of hating. I mean, that stuff is fire. That music is fire. And it really great, just great music, great music. So shout out to Tory Lanez, great project. Um, yeah, I tweeted you, told you that it was fire, told you I was going to talk about it on the podcast. Great. So love it, love it, love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. All right. <sighs> Got to get a couple sad things out the way and want to make sure I'm always careful and sensitive about different matters. Uh, this past This past week, there was a school shooting in Santa Clara. Uh, two of the victims have been identified. Two students passed away, and that's Grace Muchberger, uh, um, Mullenberger, excuse me, Mullenberger, and Dominique Blackwell. Two young students, one was 15 and one was 14. And that just sad, 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 and you know, killed by one of the classmates. And the classmate pulled out a 45. Uh, in the quad area of their school, start shooting those several injured. These two students unfortunately lost their life, and then the person turned the gun on himself and shot himself, and he ended up dying later. And just, you know, it's just a sad when we send our kids away to school. I mean, I have I have school aged children, and when I send my kids to school, it's just in the back of my mind always. You know, I just want to make sure that they make it you know, to the bus station and nobody's messing with them at the bus stop. And then from the bus stop to school, making sure that they're, you know, the school bus gets them there safe. And then when they're in school, making sure they're safe. And then, you know, getting back, walking home, making sure they're safe. So it's just as a parent, you know, you hate to hear that. So my heart really goes out to the families and the victims. Uh, My ultimate prayers and condolences go out. Unfortunately, this is just too you know, this is occurring too much. And I understand prayer works and, you know, but I, you do question like, why do things like this happen in the world? So I just, you know, again, just peace to that family. I pray God's peace to that family, to those families, excuse me, in this tragic time. Uh, Also in this past, I didn't get a chance to talk about it in my sometimes when I take my notes down, you you know you just skip over things. But I wanted to make sure I sent my sincerest condolences to the family of Alexis Crawford and to the Clark Atlanta uh, student body, Clark Atlanta and you know Clark State University and Clark Atlanta. Oh, excuse me, Clark Atlanta University, not Clark State University. Clark Atlanta University, and you know as a graduate of HBCU, there's just certain things that we historically certain things that we usually don't deal with but unfortunately in this time and day you know we are not immune to tragedies like this um alexis crawford was killed allegedly by her roommate uh jordan jones and um her boyfriend um george's boyfriend uh byron um brantley over an argument um 
five days before she was the young lady who was missing five days before she had reported to the proper authorities that she, you know, was being harassed or unwanted touching uh, by Mr. Brantley. Uh, argument ensued between the two roommates, and then the guy jumps in and strangled her to death. Um, I have a college-age son also, and the last thing that you want to do, again, is sending your child off to a place of higher learning, and then this type of thing happened. Uh, campus, um, the the uh, sheriff's office, you know, released a statement saying that they did, they failed her um, as far as the investigation to protect her. And again, I want to point fingers. This is not what this here is really just to offer my prayers and condolences and this ultimate support to Clark Atlanta, the Clark Atlanta family, the HBCU family, and most importantly to Alexis Crawford um, family that they may find uh, peace in this troubling time. Um, it was just a few weeks before her, her birthday. And as a person who worked in higher education and higher education at HBCU, we are a close-knit family. You know, all all colleges and universities are, you know, our family. But however, as HBCU, it's family, family. And we, when things like that happen, it affects not only just that school, but it affects us all. So those are just some things that, as far as sad, I just want to get that out the way. But I just wanted to make sure that I acknowledge that, that I offer my support, prayers, and stand with you in your time of need. On a, on a much happier note, um, the stay of execution, man, for Rodney Reed. He had a stay of execution. Rodney Reed um, was, you know, falsely accused of a murder in Texas. Um, new evidence um, there has been, you know, from different, you know, pro um, non um, nonprofit projects and you know celebrities and just outcry support. You know, people have really been on this case. And this past Wednesday, he was set to be executed, and then there was a stay execution so that this new evidence can be you know seen and this is my you know again it's <laughs> unfortunately is it's just a reoccurring thing that you you know we we have the technology now to be able to exonerate people who are actually innocent so why not why not utilize that you know putting somebody there is no putting somebody to death or you know people serving life in prison or any type of any type of time in prison if there's evidence that can support a man or a woman to be exonerated isn't that what we want isn't that justice okay so if there's a situation and somebody was accused and we find evidence that, that person is now released yes there still may be you know there's still you know people from the other side say what about the family of the victims, you know, and, and again, victims, families are affected, but I think that every family wants the right person, not just anybody. They want to make sure justice is served. Isn't that what we want? Justice. So let's hope and pray for uh good brother, uh, Reed, that everything goes well, that the evidence will be taken in to consideration and yeah, that, the, you know, justice be served. And if this uh, man, you know, and I think he had also eyewitnesses. Like it was, everything was in his favor, and they still just kept him. So, thank thank God that the, that he wasn't executed, and that this evidence would be put in place. All right, the next the, the two hot two the two hottest topics are both sports related, and I am going to concentrate on those two. So, part of the reason why I played electric relaxation is because we all just need to calm down. 
but because we are all on 10 on two particular issues. One, as a Cleveland Browns fan, going back to why I stayed up at 3 in the morning, yes, it was new music, but the ending of Thursday Night Football between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cleveland Browns. At the end of the game, or near the end of the game, with a little over eight seconds or eight seconds left, Pittsburgh calls a screenplay, and from that, all hell breaks loose. And when when watching it in real time, it was one of those things where I'm looking at it and I say, wait a minute, what is really going on? And as things escalated, it was, okay, what's going on? Now, I will admit, on first first watch, there were some things that I saw that I didn't like. However, looking at the replay really confirmed what I didn't like. And what I first of all, Rudolph, he he needs to to he okay, so the ball goes away, screenplay. So now, as a person who played defensive tackle, I played defensive tackle. On a screenplay, depending on your assignment, as an interior lineman, we're taught to read the guard or read the tackle, read your lineman, and the lineman always will take you to the ball. However, in a screenplay, good lineman, they give a fake block, offensive lineman, they go off for the screen, and a lot of times linemen are free. It's a free, you know, hit to the quarterback. Miles Garrett was already in full, you know, motion. The ball is away. When the ball is away, you have a half a step or a step to be able to continue your motion to take the quarterback to the ground so long as it's not just, you know, too flagrant. He did that, took him to the ground. While on the ground, video evidence clearly shows Rudolph trying to rip his helmet off. It clearly shows that. Two linemen get up, take him. Now, now they're wrestling now. Now he's getting up, and in getting up, he rips Rudolph's quarterback, you know, rip his uh, helmet off. And I'm saying it right, is it Randolph or Randolph? I keep saying Rudolph, it's Randolph. Rips his helmet off. All right, so now at this time you have two offensive linemen holding him back, pushing him back. He charged the quarterback from Pittsburgh, charges him. He, He runs up on him. Now, this is where... We don't know intent, but we just see action. We don't know intent, but we do see action. We see Miles Garrett swing the helmet. And he hits him on top of the head. And that's when the whole melee broke loose. That's when all hell broke loose. That's when, you know, Miles Garrett gets um, slammed to the ground. He gets slammed to the ground. And... You see uh, Pouncey just kicking and stomping him. And all the, all the time, Randolph is standing back, you know, looking. And then Oban Joby hits him from behind. And it's just all kind of melee. Now, let's rewind. Some lessons were learned that day. Miles Garrett, in football, he's played a game at a higher level than me. However, we've played football, and it's never the per- first person that gets caught. It's always the person that retaliates. That's something that you just know playing football, especially on the defensive offensive line. Yes, 
on both sides, there's a little extra. If a, if an office alignment block you, office alignment sometimes tendencies can just give you a little extra. Defense alignment when we make a tackle a little extra. You always taught to play through the whistle. That's you always taught that to play through the whistle. Miles Garrett did that. However, the person and I said this in a, a couple of podcasts ago is that everybody pays attention to, to the fire, and the fire was Miles Garrett just going completely ham just going off but what sparked that what sparked that and that's the part whether yes playing football is a fraternity yes you don't want to you don't want to do that okay so i want to make sure i'm standing and saying no one goes out and just purposely you don't want that type of action in in the game period at no level all right the lesson learned in this is the fact that when you start something, you don't know what that other person's trigger is and you don't know how far somebody's going to take it. You just don't know that. That's in every walk of life. Football is no different than life. You can't just come in and and I know I disagree with a lot of you know people and I respect people's opinion. I respect everybody's opinion. I respect how everybody thinks in no way. Again, am I advocating violence? At the same time, it may be the wrong person on the wrong day. You just treat people like people well within whatever the rules and regulations and social norms for your particular organization, your workplace, and just in life. Because you don't know what that other person's trigger is. You don't know what that other person's trigger is. So, excuse me, I had to get something to drink with my voice. So when you do that, and you try to rip a person's helmet off, you kick them in the groin, you charge them like, what else did you expect to happen? What else did you expect to happen? Now, there's consequences for your actions. Both men learned that that day. Both men learned there's consequences to your actions. The only thing you can control is your behavior. In my profession now, we teach our kids the ABCs. Action behavior consequence and we tell the kids the only thing that you can control is your behavior so miles garrett as a man he apologized because he felt he did something wrong all right so i'm not i'm not sitting here to argue and sit up and say oh miles you good he had it coming i'm not saying that because you as a man apologize for what you believe was wrong and most importantly hurting your team all right Uh, embarrassing yourself to a certain extent and hurting your team However, what I don't like is the fact that Mal, that this um, Rudolph is getting somewhat of a pass. And Troy Aikman and Joe Buck, they had the little buzzwords again, calling Miles Garrett a savage. And, you know, those type of saying this, excuse me, acts were savages or just swinging like a savage. Those are buzzwords. And then even when it, no, so the, in the real time when it happened, the only two people at the time that were saying something on the national level was I can't remember his name. It's on NFL Network. One dude's last name was Jones, and the other one was Willie McGinnis. So I know, you know, Willie McGinnis used to play for the Patriots. Also used to play for the Browns, and they were saying, "Look, he the quarterback started it. He started the whole thing. He started the fire. He fanned the flames, and then sat back, and then hid his hands, and tried to say cowardly and." 
called him a bully. Like, again, those are those Bush League. Again, those are those code words. Again, code words. Because black people don't call other black people Bush League. We don't say that. That's something that black people don't say. So what are you saying? And so I feel bad for Miles Garrett and Max Kellerman. And shout out to Max Kellerman because he pointed out, again, the there's already rules to anticipate this type of behavior. It was already rules. And rules, again, rules do not capture everything that's going to happen. Policies and procedures and regulations don't capture everything. But for the most part, any industry that you go into has policies and procedures because of things that have happened in the past and some things that they can predict. But there's always going to be outliers that things that happen. But in this particular case, the NFL made accommodations for this, and it's a 15-yard penalty and ejection from the game. So where's this other suspension coming from? For what could have happened, but it didn't. Again, what if something happened and Miles Garrett's eyeball, I, I got ripped out by this, by this, his, his safety was in, you know, in question also. And so then they try to use the weight thing and the height thing, like all of those different things. And then, you know, and I, I vehemently, vehemently, and this, this vehemently, one, Stephen A. Smith vehemently uh, disagree with him because for the very thing he's saying as far as, him being a black man and how they're looking at him and things of that nature. That I agree with. But I also believe that that's the, his reason for his punishment also. The very thing that you're saying that, you know, there are going to be questions about, you know, his anger management and all those cold words, right. But I think that the punishment is because it's binding to that very narrative that you're talking about, Stephen A. We got to look at that. That's part of the reason. So we ain't never seen nothing like this before. Oh, yes, we have. We have seen this before. Not on national TV, but one of the Matthews boys did it. And um, and this is in 2019. In practice, he took his own teammate's helmet off and beat his teammate with it. So we've seen this has happened. But guess what color he was? He was white. And it happened in practice. And it was swept up under the rug. We got to call a spade a spade. Bill Romanowski, again, different era. So, again, the Bill Romanowski era is a different era than this. But Bill Romanowski spit in a man's face. You can't get no dirtier than that. And so, you know, that was back in the day. But let's 2019, that helped, that helped uh, one of the uh, last name, uh, Matthews. Um, I believe it's for the Bears. I believe it was the Bears took his own team and beat him, his own teammate with it. So it's this, it's, it's just, I feel bad for Miles Garrett, man. I feel bad for Miles Garrett. I feel bad for football because, again, it's not something that you want in the game. That's not how I teach my kids to play. That's not how I coach. I don't coach dirty. I don't teach cheap shots. I, you know, I do teach play through the whistle. I tell my son now, don't stand around a pile because, you know, people, you know, all those things. I teach him to play the right way, play hard, play tough, but I teach him to protect himself at all times. And so he, Miles Garrett is um, appealing to this. I hope that, you know, because he's suspended right now indefinitely. And right now, you know, Rudolph is not getting anything. And that's not right. He started it. Now, listen to this. He started it. Fan the flames, and everybody who got taken out and suspended is black. 
Pouncey got three games. He's a hero because he protected the quarterback. But he didn't use no cool. Open Joby got a game. Pouncey got three. And the guy who started everything gets nothing. Now, the NFL has released a statement saying that they're going to look into giving him a fine. But had he not done what he did, none of this would have happened. So tell me your thoughts about that. Again, hit me on all social media, Ken Corner, the Ken's Corner podcast on all social media, and also at my website, www.kenscorner.co. So now my next thing, sports-related, Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick had a, on Tuesday, he was alerted. He found out, like everybody else, via the <laughs> text or uh, Twitter, or, he, or a little bit before it was released on Twitter, that he had a work, that they were going to give him a workout. And, you know, he you know tried to get it moved to a different day. The NFL wouldn't accommodate it. NFL allowed him to, according to the reports, he could have worked out at the Atlanta Falcons facility. Everything was supposed to be high-end, top-notch. NFL teams are going to send representatives. They're going to watch him work out, give him an interview and all that. But from the beginning, something didn't sit right for me. And again, the distrust for me and the jadedness for me is because of the how the NFL has treated him primarily, how the NFL has treated players. Um, yeah, it's just NFL doesn't have a good rapport of trust. Excuse me, that's a bad word. Bad way of saying that, excuse me. It's a lot of that the NFL has done that I don't trust them. And so from the optics standpoint, this looked like a show. It wasn't I didn't I don't know what the genuineness of this was. It just looked like a show. So shout out to Colin Kaepernick, man, because he wanted to control his own narrative. So there were some waiver issues as far as liability, but the biggest thing was Colin Kaepernick wanted to bring in his own camera crew so he could in full transparency. So if you were going to, you know, why was that an issue for the NFL? So Colin Kaepernick went out and did a workout. And I want to go ahead and play. I'm going to get this queued up. Uh, saw the workout. Again, he's in shorts and uh, a shirt. So, you know, in football, everybody looks good in a T-shirt and shorts. So I'm not saying uh, anything as far as, you know, that concern that he was, you know, but he looked good. He looked good and throwing the ball. Y'all been attacked for the last three years. Y'all continue to be attacked. We appreciate what y'all do. We appreciate you being here today. We appreciate the work you do for the people and telling the truth. That's what we want in everything. I've been ready for three years. I've been denied for three years. We all know why I came out here, showed it today in front of everybody. We have nothing to hide. So we're waiting for the 32 owners, the 32 teams, Roger Goodell, all of them to stop running. Stop running from the truth. Stop running from the people. We're out here. We're ready to play. We're ready to go anywhere. My agent, Jeff Nally, is ready to talk to any team. I interview with any team at any time. I've been ready. I'm staying ready. And I'll continue to be ready. And to all the people that came out here today to support, I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. To the people that aren't here, I'm thinking of you. I appreciate you supporting from where you are. 
We'll continue to give you updates as we hear. We'll be waiting to hear from Roger Goodell, the NFL, the 32 teams. We'll let you know if we hear from them. Ball's in their court. We're ready to go. So shout out to Colin Kaepernick. That y'all are here. Okay, I don't want to start again. Shout out to Colin Kaepernick for controlling his narrative. That's what it is controlling his narrative. Now, again, Stephen A. Smith, you know, came out and said he doesn't want to play. He wants to be a martyr because he didn't do what the NFL wanted him to do. And I think that's a primary, primarily philosophical difference I have with Stephen A. Smith as it relates to this. And I'm not saying his name a lot for clickbait or anything like that. It's just I do respect a lot of what Stephen A. Smith says. I agree with some things. I don't agree. But I respect him as a man, and I totally dang sure respect him as a journalist. Um, But this particular thing I disagree with is the fact that the NFL, This to me, this this was just, again, it it was just for for optics because – like he said, he's been ready for three years. Why all of a sudden the change now? Okay, why all of a sudden the change now? There were NFL teams who trotted out quarterbacks who who weren't as good as Colin Kaepernick. People getting signed off the street. When I mean literally, I mean not like no names, but people who retired. They brought uh, what's my man that used to play for the Bears? Um, I can't think of his name right now. But he had gotten into retirement. They brought his man out of retirement. You know, people who, I mean, it, it, it was just sad. It, it, it was sad. And now, you know, again, some people say Jay-Z may have, you know, has some back channels to, to got, you know, get this workout together. I don't know. I don't have any information. I don't know anybody uh, famous that knows Jay-Z to find out if that's true or not. But that's one of the things that, you know, I am hearing from uh, – I do have a source. Uh, I am hearing from an NFL standpoint that Jay-Z, you know, may have had some things to do with this. But at the end of the day, Colin Kaepernick wanted his narrative to be shown. So now tomorrow morning, the whole – you know, I believe is going to be I'm, – I'm, I'm anxious to see what the, the talking heads, meaning Fox Sports and ESPN, um, are going to say about – about this with the Max Kellermans and Shannon Sharps, and Skip Bayless, Stephen A. Smith. Um, I'm waiting to hear his, you know, deeper dive. He just said, and then he gets into it with Eric Reed. They have a little back and forth on Twitter, and I think that just looked bad on both ends, to be honest with you. Um, because we, it's okay to have a difference of opinion. Uh, it's it's okay to have a difference of opinion, but I just think that you know, with some of the name calling and things of that nature, gets to happen, and just for a difference of opinion. Um, I don't ever like to see that, especially between two black men. I mean, you know, Eric Reed, you know, you have, you know, and I said this also in a previous podcast, and make no mistake about it, Colin Kaepernick, Eric Reed, you know, a lot of people are still getting paid by the NFL. Colin Kaepernick got a settlement. Let's not forget, he did take money from the NFL. All right, so I don't know what was in the um, – what was in the disclosure um, as far as the, the rulings and stuff, because he can't talk about it. So we don't know what was said and what wasn't said, but I do like the fact that he called him out and said, it's time for them to stop running. It's time for them to stop running from the truth. If you're not going to hire him, just come out and say it. I think that's what, <laughs> as, as a people, we can respect that. We may not like it, but just, 
Just say, hey, we're not hiring you because we don't like the, what you did. Just say that. Just be man enough to say it. Just be man enough to say it. Because it's not football related. It is not football related. It is hard for me to sit there and, and see it's not football related. It's the extra stuff. So we'll see. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, other than that, man, I just, again, I'm just excited about being able to launch some uh, merchandise next week. Um, just, I'm just excited. I'm excited to be able to put it out there. Um, doing this is very, very, very special to me. Having a podcast is, you know, it's, 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 it's great and I love it. Um, but when you do as a creator, you put yourself out there for the world to be able to like or dislike what you do. And again, I do a one take. So yes, I was thirsty and I had to get something to drink. <laughs> um, there's been times where there's been dings as I've gone along, you know, just a lot of things that happen when you're doing a podcast and in the format in which I'm doing it in. And I, I'm doing it, of course, with no co-host. I'm not interviewing anybody. So I am my own vibe. And it's just me and my thoughts and my worldview and perceptions of the world and opinions of the world. and But for my listeners, I'm steadily growing. And I think that is something that I'm really enjoying seeing the numbers and seeing a new area or seeing the percentage goes up, you know, a couple of percentage in another area. And sometimes it gets a little disheartening when I see a percentage go down or – you know, I'm seeing how many people retweet, you know, at the beginning, a whole bunch of people was retweeting and it's falling off. But I'm doing this primarily, again, for therapy, but I'm also doing this because I believe I have something to say. I believe that people want to hear a different perspective or something that they may agree with. So with all that being said, this merchandise that I'm going to sell, and it's not a lot. I want to start off small and just work my way to other things, but this all goes to support the podcast. And there's another idea I want to do to help take this podcast in another direction. And But it's going to take money to be able to do that. So thank you for all of those people who are going to order. You know, thank you. Orders, you know, order, 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 order. And I just hopefully that you like the product that we are. I'm going to go ahead and pull out, put out, excuse me, put out. So with all that being said, man, hey. Start this work week off right. Um, I told you last week, look in the mirror, you know, say forth good things about yourself. Um, this week, I want you to be able to reconcile with some some people, man. Let's look at some reconciliation. Let's not, not let uh, 2019 uh, go away. I can't wait for my New Year's uh, segment. Um, I'm going to have a podcast that's dedicated to lessons that I learned and things I want to do going forward. Uh, the Black Friday, I'm about to start pubbing that again. So the Black Friday tour will start again actually on Black Friday. And so I'm excited about that. For those, I've been away for a while, but what I've done is I was highlighting African-American small business and entrepreneur men and women in my local area. Also, I went to Detroit to interview uh, someone special. So I want to travel this year. Um, since football season is over, but I want to start that back again. So uh, a lot of people really love that. So I want to get my two audiences together 
And so with you're listening to this podcast, go over to YouTube right now and you can um, type in Ken Goodrum or Ken's Corner Podcast or Ken's Corner, excuse me, and you'll see all past episodes of the interviews that I've done. And then I want to bring my people over there to my podcast. So then I will really just grow my overall just viewing audience and get the both things more succinct together. And so, again, I'm going to hit the ground. And I'm, I'm doing it old school. Yes, I'm using social media, of course, to get out there. But you're going to start seeing flyers, stickers, all of those things, man, because I'm really excited about what God has for me. As it relates to this, hey, I'm just a man just like many of you. I'm a human being like all of you. I make mistakes. I'm not perfect. But this week, I want to concentrate on reconciliation, man, just find one or two people that you know, you're like, you know what? We just need to talk. We just need to talk. We just need to talk because I care enough about this relationship where I at least want to make sure you understand where I'm coming from. So reconciliation this week, um, call and let me know, or excuse me, send me inboxes. Let me know how that went. Let me know how, you know, a couple. somebody did text me today and, and told me about something that they got away from my last podcast. And that really meant a lot. That really meant a lot for my little brother. And so I, I love you, man. Um, thank you for saying happy Founders Day to me. Um, so, again, so with all that being said, I just want to say I love, trust, and respect you. This is Ken from Ken's Corner Podcast, and I am gone.